boys are bent in town, the boys are bent in town. Said the boys are bent in town, the boys are bent in town. Hello, we're here live at the Hamilton East Public Library in Fishers, Indiana. I think this is our sixth spot that we're now doing a podcast at. I'm young Manchester host. Uh, our co-host Colin, he's working his nine to five right now, unfortunately, so he's, he's out. But we got uh, Cade, the savage, the producer. Sir. Next man up. up. Next man Next up. Man up. <laughs> this is episode 11 of That Boy Bent. Today we are, uh, have our guest. We have the uh, NFL veteran, the host of the Man of Man pod, the creator of uh, Everything DB. We got Darius Butler in the house. What's good, man? What's good? Dude, is it like... So I, I noticed like a lot of people who have their own shows and stuff, they always have like a, a professional like a background of like bookshelves and hella books. <laughs> so you nailed that. <laughs> yeah, you know, so for, for a lot of people it's props, but I, I actually read. So um, yeah, but I had to throw it up there for the at-home setup. Dude, last book I read, we talked about it in an early podcast, I think uh, either a Diary of a Whoopi Kid or Captain Underpants for my jokes. Was- Damn. I gotta be throwing my, my yeah my middle school. I got a kid in middle school. She reads that, so I know that had to be throwback. Dude, I miss the book fairs. Oh, the book fairs are great. Oh my god! I don't even <laughs> get books. I would just get like posters and stuff like that. That was like Toys R Us when we were in third grade. Get sent to school with that uh twenty or fifteen dollars, whatever it was, mm-hmm. to a bunch of little toys. Nostalgia. But yeah, so Darius Butler, uh, I was his ball boy for, I believe, two seasons. I believe the 2015-2017 season. Um, he's one, I, I'm not saying this. He's one of the best locker room guys. There's a lot of great locker room guys in the Colts. But um, he's been a, a great player. He's a great person. So I thought we'd have him on and talk about the Colts season, talk about some uh, our boy Jeremy Chin, Robert Tunyon. I can't wait to get into that. I will start with that, too. So Colts, man. Colts and Bills game. Man, it was tough, man. Obviously, um, you know, I had a good season. Phillip came in and, uh, you know, he did his thing. Um, he had a good game against the Bills as well, gave us a shot to win. But um, we, just, we just couldn't find a way to pull it off. Uh, Josh Allen, obviously, he's been incredible all year. Uh, he played – he started playing uh, tremendous, took the pass game in the run game in his own hands. Um, and they just made more plays than us, man, and, and you know, down the stretch and critical points in the game. And uh, – you know, it is what it is. Now, now it's back to the drawing board, back to the draft, see if we can find our quarterback of the future. Um, still got a good defense, but um, now we got to trust Ballard again to uh, bring in some more pieces. I saw we were going to take Mac Jones in the first. That was like one of the mock drafts I saw. Really? Yeah. I mean, he played well in the championship game. I don't know if I would be excited about that if I was a Colt. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones, my future. Just not really sure. You know, he was it's so much talent at, at damn Bama. The guys that you're throwing to compared to um you know the guys that you're playing, but um I wouldn't be ecstatic about that if I was a you know if I was a coach getting Mac 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 Jones in the first round. Yeah, I would rather to the left tackle with Casanzo being retired. I wouldn't mind like a, uh, an edge rusher. I think we still need that too. Bucker. Definitely need an edge rusher. Yeah, Bucker's been a great addition to the line, but you need like a one extra guy. You know, trying to bring back the Dwight Freeney and Mathis days. We don't have those guys yet. Yeah. God, well, shit. Those guys don't just fall off trees, but uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we definitely gotta 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 address that. Um, but you know, priority number one's gotta be finding the quarterback of the future. You know, is that gonna be a you know a veteran like a Carson Wentz or a Stafford or somebody like that, or is it gonna be in the draft? Or are you gonna give Easton a shot? You know, I've been seeing a couple comments and questions about him, so uh, we'll see. 
Especially when you bring back the uh, the preseason hero, Stephen Morris. He was so good preseason. I swear. Yeah, pre- yeah, he, he would get in there and slang it, man. I wonder where Steve. I haven't seen him in a couple of years, man. Yeah, he's think, still still on the in, team. I think he's in Florida now. He was last on the um the a the a f f a f the a f. It lasted like yeah, three weeks last year. Yeah, that's the last on, place you saw. Yeah, he was on the um the Florida team. I forget what they're called. The Alliance of American Football. Oh no, that's a soccer league. Never mind. <laughs> what was it? They're all football. That's the last time I heard. I mean, Stephen Morris, he was a really cool dude too. But he was, he was like a preseason All American. Him and um, yeah, uh, who was our preseason quarterback this year? Uh, Swag Kelly. Oh, what'd you think about him? Sure, captain, bro. Yeah, he, he, he had my Mahomes mentality. No, that's a, that's a that's a big name, Mahomes mentality. A lot of people probably got Mahomes mentality. Can you play like him? <laughs> hey, he had the wheels. When the wheels turned on, they didn't stop spinning. Three went out of bounds. <laughs> I think being a Colt, like, even if you were a Colt, obviously being a Colts fan too, like we were so spoiled from like the 2000 to like 2000, the 2000 decade. So our expectations are always so high. So then we have a season like this, or even like the season with um, Andrew Lutz last year is always just like, mm-hmm. upsetting. Like even like, I think the Andrew Lutz season, we had a chance to beat Kansas City too, but we just had like a few mistakes, like how Ture jumped out, off sides. And, oh like, man. Stuff like that. It's little small things that mess up our season. Man, that was that, that won't hurt. That all sides when that fourth and three that hurt, man. Uh, another mm-hmm. thing I want to talk about: How did Robert Tanyan and Kenny Moore get snubbed from all these awards and Pro Bowls? I don't know, man. Uh, on the NFC side, they put in Evan Ingram in the in the Pro Bowl, which was a head scratcher over a guy like Tanyan, um, who did what he did this year. Um, you know, some sometimes it's a popularity contest. Um, you know, when you're not in those big markets, like uh, for Kenny Moore, for instance, if Kenny Moore was in L.A. or played for one of the New York teams that was winning or a team that's on primetime more, I think, you know, more people would know his name, more people would vote him for Pro Bowls and all pros, things like that. But um, his play, I mean, he's always, you know, for the last two or three years, he's been a Pro Bowl caliber player. Ingram had like a horrible year and like Giants fans weren't even like messing with him and he yeah. still was able to... They weren't like a good team either, and he still was able to get into there. I was shocked to see him uh, get voted into the Pro Bowl this year. That was wild. Yeah, I think like Evan's different, but Robert's like like Carmelo Anthony, a lifetime fitness difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What? So Evan's Evan's different, obviously, but like like uh, yeah. Robert Tony, he's like he's like Carmelo Anthony, a lifetime fitness different. Like, he don't miss. Like he just <laughs> like, there's a there's different. There's Carmelo different at lifetime. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's solid, man. He he a baller, man. He got a yeah. rod at quarterback too, so that doesn't hurt. You've been on the uh, McAfee show a lot. Have you have done any uh, segments with uh, Rogers? Uh no, nah, no, no segments with a rod. But uh, I love what he does uh, with uh, Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. I think um. You know, even Aaron Rodgers, as popular as he as he is, um, I'm sure he's got a lot more fans um, from being on there and just uh, people seeing his personality, seeing him for who he is. Yeah, shout out to him. He donated uh, $500,000 to the Barstool Fund not too long ago. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, Big time salute for that. Yeah, that was awesome. Another thing, too, so our boy, or our, our guy, Coach Pagano, retired a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Chuck was solid, man. Coach for a long time. Um, I called him yesterday, tell him congratulations on uh, you know, hanging it up, calling it a career. Yeah. He coached for you know 37 plus years. So um that's a long time to do anything. Obviously, a lot of you know time, a lot of sacrifice made away from your family. So um, you know, he he enjoyed his career. Um, you know, we spent uh I spent his whole head coaching career with him, you know, in Indy. So um that was cool. 
Um, but as a coach on and off the field, man, you poured into, uh, you know, poured into our lives. So uh, definitely appreciate you. How was your uh, relationship with him when you were with the Colts? Um, it was real tight, man. Um, he gave me an opportunity in his first year that he got to Indy. Um, and like I said, I was with him his whole way, you know, until he was fired. The year he was fired, you know, I, I, that was my the last year I played. So I retired as well. So um, we were close, man. I was one of the, you know, became one of the older players, one of the leaders on defense. So we talked a lot. Um, about football stuff, about, you know, the team, about what was going on off the field. So, um, you know, our relationship was uh, very close, very tight. Yeah, he was he was a really good guy. He knew everyone's name in the building. He's a very polite guy. He was a great person to be around. He was like, he was like hey, hey, Austin, how's your, how's your going? You doing a great job, buddy. Keep it up. <laughs> love Chuck, man. Gotta love him. He was a great locker room guy. Andrew was. Do you, you remember when um, you gave me a copy of your Call of Duty? You said me? No, I don't remember that. What, so this is interesting. This? So it was like the weekend when I think it was Call of Duty World World at War Two came out. Like obviously mm-hmm. you guys got all the free Call of Duty's, free Madden games, but uh, I think John Clausen, one of the ball boys, he like um, he went up to me. He was like, "Yo, I think Darius doesn't really play COD. He doesn't he doesn't want his copy. You should ask for it." So I walked <laughs> up to you and I was like, "Hey, Darius, you playing that COD?" He's like, "No, man. He, he gave it to me." Oh shit! Well, hey man, don't say I never did anything for you. <laughs> I was a college student at the time, and I actually already I already had the copy. I got the day before, so your copy mm-hmm. I just sold to a friend for forty bucks. So I was a college student. Hey, yeah. got to do what you got to do, man. You can't you can't knock the hustle. I'm a bad chaser. <laughs> hey, I had, to, I had to get it, man. But um, yeah, I went a long time. I was playing Siege at that time. I think. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not sure, but that was my game. But I got back on the card. That shit. Is, that shit is real, man. That Warzone, no joke. Man, Warzone. Now, now, now it's so the other. Which, what's the one out now? So I had to stop uh, playing. The game. It's Cold War, I think. Cold War. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I just downloaded that yesterday. Probably gonna play it after this. Yeah, but what were uh, what were your games growing up? Uh, I grew. I, I played all the sports games. So you know, NBA Live, Madden. Uh, NFL 2K, used to love that on like the Dreamcast. Oh um, Mario Kart, all-time favorite. Um, you know, the fighting games, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, I played all, all kind of games, but usually either fighting games or um, sports games. And all, all sports games, I would play the NHL, I would play the, the WWF games, the NASCAR games. I mean, any any sports games, any competitive games I could play. I'd always play Star Wars Battlefront, the old ones, uh, Desert Storm. NFL mm-hmm. Street, NBA Jam. Dude, I still think NFL 2K5 is better than most Maddens. Yeah, that 2K5. Was that the one with uh, T.O. on the front or yeah. Moss? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, I, think, I think Moss 03, 04. But, dude, I mean, I, I'm sure you have, to, you have to say you like Madden now. But, like, I don't know, the last, like, six years of Madden, just, I just EA Sports just, like, I, I, I lose brain cells and go, like, aneurysms from this company. Yeah, it's trash now. Thank yeah, you. It's Thank trash. You. Yeah, I, lo- I loved it growing up but now it's trash um it's hard to even play you know the franchise mode it's just a lot of it where it's just like it's, it's just not realistic and i feel like um you know with every game trying to get more and more realistic as the years go on i feel like madden's kind of going the opposite way mm-hmm. and a lot of these games honestly care more about the you know the other stuff i i grew up actually playing the game now it's you know the different modes whether it's you know a park mode or something like that for 2k that they put more emphasis on too so um i don't know maybe i'm just getting too old for it what was that like the first time you were putting the madden game uh that was dope man it was it was dope i'm i'm old enough to um where the college game was out the, the ncaa game when i was in college and um so getting on that first that obviously but that's not your name and your stuff like that but it's still your number your school your ratings all that stuff 
So yeah. getting on that was cool. And then obviously getting on, you know, Madden, the game you've been playing your whole life since you've been a kid. Um, actually seeing your player, actually seeing your ratings and all those different things. Don't have to create yourself anymore. Um, that was definitely, definitely a super dope experience. Even though I always went on to the roster and boosted all my stats up in 99. You got to. <laughs> got to. <laughs> Support for that boy, Ben, is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Now, boys and girls, <laughs> I got some news for y'all. I have some big news for y'all. You're probably wondering why I'm talking so smooth, why I'm talking so slow. Well, that's because my boys and girls at Manscaped, they just hooked me up with a brand new cologne scent. And my God, I sprayed it on me one time, and I just feel and just look sexy. You know, I've been wanting a wingman for my whole life to talk to these girls, and I feel like I can just talk to myself in the mirror all day, and I get the same satisfaction as you do when you, when you do sex. <clears throat> anyway, this new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped is one of the best and smoothest smelling colognes on the block right now. And you can get it too right now. If you go to manscaped.com and you just code BENT to get 20% off with free shipping. That is 20% off with free shipping with the code BENT at manscaped.com. Look good, smell good, and feel good with Manscaped. Your balls and your body. We'll thank you later. What's the yeah, what's, what's up the behind the scenes of like getting to a mad you? I know they got to do it the face scan, they got all your information, they got to update you. How does that work? Yeah, that's pretty much all. Um, you know, they do the, the camera thing where, you know, they got you, you know, a freaking wall of 75, 100 cameras just taking these pictures of your face. Um, but outside of that, you know, who knows who the hell they have getting your ratings and all that stuff. Um, because no one, no, no one believes that is right, you know, unless you're in a 99 okay. club. Everybody thinks they have their ratings wrong. But, um, you know, they get them somehow, some way. But it's just uh, dope just actually being, you know, being in the game. They never put me in. That was unfortunate. Yeah, man, like that's my stuff. They have the generic coaches and like trainers, but they never had any ball boys. A damn shame. I saw damn on, shame, man. I saw on Instagram today the Panthers. They got like their cameraman in the game, like the same outfit and everything. They like put him in the game for some reason. Oh wow, that's dope. Yeah. So hey, just reach out to Matt and see if they'll put you in. Yeah, see if they get As you a ball right. Boy. Damn, there. This is this is this a badass ball boy <laughs> See, you know it's you, bro. They used to thought I was I was the blue mascot when I was ball boy. <laughs> They're like, "Aren't you blue?" I'm like, "No, I'm the ball boy." They're like, "Who's the other one?" I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> blue, good old blue. Man, you know what I miss the most about the Colts is the the Saturday morning lawns donuts. Yeah, those were clutch, man. Oh, those were clutch. Nothing like those longs donuts warm, fresh out the box. Oh, my God. Dude, Kane, we were doing, like, like a baker's dozen of these, like, like, like 130 or whatever, just, like, every Saturday morning, right after uh, walkthroughs. They were, oh, my God. Damn. Yeah, it was it's nothing like those. So what was your uh, first impression of Austin when you met him? Uh, he was cool. He was cool, man. And, uh, like, we, you know, we have a lot of equipment guys or, or training room guys that, you know, come in and out every different year. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, he was cool, man. Um, you know, every, he got he got along with everybody. You know, and every, every, that was a great locker room and a great equipment staff from top to bottom. They would they would always mess with us. We'd always mess with them. So it was a good relationship. Yeah, the thing about the uh, relationships at NFL, like even not just like uh, ball boys, like players, they come in and out every day. So like I remember, like the mm-hmm. first my first day, I, uh, I met Andrew Luck. I was like, taking a piss. Said, hey, what's up, man? I'm Andrew. Oh, hey, <laughs> and then I met um. Uh, oh shoot! It was the he was a running back. Don't want the name Butler. Ballard. 
Vic Bauer, yeah. Yeah, Vic so Bauer, met, yeah. Met, we, we bonded over a Lon's donut too. And then like mm -hmm. I had a one minute conversation and the next day he was gone. Never saw him again. It's like, damn, I really like that guy. Yeah, that's that's the NFL for you, man. It's the business, really? the ugly side of it. Oh, so one of our segments, let's get into this now. Uh, boys and girls, just gonna turn it down here soon. This uh, segment right here is called uh, Mating with Mantis. So Darius, <laughs> as an NFL player, I'm sure you got a lot of girls in your DMs. You got kids, so you've already, you've already been through the whole gutter. Yeah, been there, done that. So hear me out, 24, made out with three girls, not the flex. But, you know, never gotten to the girlfriend point. I've never gotten to the, you know, past the girlfriend past, point. Past second base. Yeah, I, I've hit a lot of singles, but just, I always ask all my guests for advice on how to mate. <laughs> hey, man, look, man, all I can say is be yourself, man. That's the best <sighs> thing you can do, be yourself. Um, man, uh, feed them, you know, that's, that's the key. You always get, you can't, can't have your girl, you can't have your lady hungry, man. So feed them. That usually gets them in a better mood. Take your time with them. Now be yourself, man. Okay, feed them. That's, that's a new one. We haven't heard that one yet. That's yeah, one. you gotta, gotta feed them, man. Food, man. Food, food, food. Like four star dining, like a quick, like, hey, what you want? To hey, we'll stay your life, whatever, whatever you can afford, man. You know, because you gotta, especially in the beginning, you know, okay. you can't give them that four star, five star treatment out the gate. You know, feed them, you know, some quality food, not no McDonald's, no bullshit like that. Some quality food, you know, take your time, good conversation, be yourself, man. You know, I know what to do. I, I like you, man. Better yourself. As a fellow DoorDash, I was like, hey, baby. I got fifty percent off DoorDash. You want to get some uh, some Chinese? Boom. Hey man, I need. There I might need that code, man. Oh yeah, I got I got a code right. I got a code for you. Uh, have you used DoorDash yet? Oh yeah, I use DoorDash all the time. Oh ah, shit! All right, it's, it's, it's for first time customers. Just oh, making a new account. That's like just making a new one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for like one. Do what I gotta do. First name and not Darius. Last name Butler. Put a different address. <laughs> gotcha. I put in my next door neighbor's address. Just meet him outside. There you go. There you go. Uh, Jade, did you have anything else? So you played for the Colts, obviously. And then um, you played for the uh, Panthers and the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. So what was, like, your experience on those teams? Like, was it very different from the ones you had with the Colts? Or Every building, every every organization is different. Um, you know, coming into New England, um, you know, they ran things with um, – a different way, their own way. Um, Belichick was, you know, that kind of one singular voice. He was the GM. He was the head coach. Um, he pretty much ran everything in the organization from uh, from top to bottom. And, uh, you know, it was really militant, really business-like from, uh, you know, the time you walked in that to building to the time you walked out. Um, Carolina, I was there with the first-time head coach, Ramon Rivera, uh, rookie uh, quarterback, Cam Newton. So they were kind of figuring things out as as we went on, and then um, you know my last six years I was in uh, Indy, and one, once again a first time head coach Chuck Pagano, rookie quarterback with Andrew Luck, and uh, we just kind of all you know grew together. Um, you know that first year we went to the playoffs, lost. Second year went to the playoffs, won a game. Third year went to the playoffs, won two games, got to the championship. Um, you know, won a lot of divisional games, just, uh, you know, have fun. But um, every organization was ran pretty differently. Um, but, you know, I was fortunate enough to play for some, you know, first-class organizations. What about Indy do you miss most? The Indy 500 or Ryan Gritson? <laughs> man, Gritson, man. Gritson gave me a shot. So he gave me my third chance in the league. 
Um, and obviously it went well out in Indy for me to stay there for six years. Yeah. So uh, I would, and I went to, I did go to my first Indy 500 out there. So I got to kiss the bricks and all that, but uh, I would have to choose Ryan Grixon. You were with Grixon and Bauer, the Colts. How did the, um, like the locker room change with the whole like just atmosphere after the transition from Grixon to Ballard? Um, you know, as you, when you try, when you uh, transition, uh, you know, different guys are going to get, um, you know, start to bring different players in and uh, you know, they have their different philosophies to start as far as building a team. Um, and then, you know, it's always a weird dynamic when you got a new GM who, you know, wasn't, you know, tied in any type of way to the head coach. So you expect some type of change there. Um, so it, it was different, but, um, you know, they both, uh, Grigson and, and Ballard had their different philosophies, their different ways about going around and managing the team. And, um, but it wasn't, I was only there for one year with Ballard. So, um, yeah. you know, it wasn't, didn't see a huge difference yet, but, um, you know, he's been doing a great job so far building that roster out and hopefully, you know, they keep growing and they can, um, you know, compete and get to, you know, championship and, and the Super Bowl Sunday soon. No, I agree. I think we're just one piece. I think every year I would say we're one piece away, but I think mm -hmm. uh, this is the year. And I mean, <laughs> like this is the year. We'll see. It's like we'll Indiana Patriots fans every year. This is the year. No, it's not. Nah, nah. Uh, hell no. <laughs> so this is probably the hardest question you ever asked ever, really. We asked everyone this to close it out. You see my jump shot. You see my ball boy skills. What does bent mean to you? What does bent mean to me? Yeah. I mean, bent, shit, man. What does bent mean? That's a tough question, man. Bent means, you know, I'm adaptable. I can do, you know, I can dominate anything. I can dominate the court, ball boys, dominate the ladies, whatever it is I need to dominate, man. I've been to it, so I'm bent. I lost you at the ladies part, but yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree. You got it, man. I got faith that you believe in yourself, man. Oh, God bless. means more than enough. <laughs> uh, that was Darius Butler, the host of Man to Man. Oh, I want to ask you too about your, uh, how do you start trading the everything DB? Oh uh, yeah, man. Um, it just was kind of, I guess, a natural progression. Um, you know, didn't really uh get into coaching or anything or scouting or anything like that, just because I couldn't take that time away from the family. Um, mm -hmm. you know, still enjoy watching the game, watching you know the coaches' film, uh, and even and it just kind of just started posting it, started talking about it, and um, like you said, got the traction, got the feedback from fans, um, other players, people in the media. Um, so it's just something I just you know kept doing. And I will continue to keep doing it. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, continue to help people learn the game. There you go, man. Well, best of luck to you. Can learn on the man of man with Antoine. Everyone loves everything DB. Thank you for hopping on, man. Hey, appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Me, thank you. Hey, is that boy bent?